and five. Yeah. Oh. I know my lifestyle is driving you. That's literally talking about what up, Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kev on stage. She's that chick angel. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <sighs> A little church announcements. As you probably know by now, I hosted that verse with that Mary and Mary and BB and CC. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting How this before it, that Kevin? happens. You so did so great. <laughs> I'm so I proud of you. Maybe people hate me now. Well, nobody we knows. Shooting this beginning because if if I suck, Josh, just start with the beginning, bangers, 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 and then go right into the first topic. Don't news, huh, guys? Bangers, 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 all 2022. All right, so this is an interesting uh, thing. This happened last week. And by the way, um, I'm shooting my show now. That's why we're still not in person, uh, because I'm shooting Monday through Friday, 7 to 8. Uh, so we can't shoot the podcast on the same day. So so every Drewski, Saturday? Uh, we're shooting on Saturdays. Okay. Uh, Drewski is a, a relatively, not even relatively, he is legitimately a famous uh, Instagram in, famous social media comedian, uh, big on Instagram, big on Twitter, big on TikTok, known for his guys be like skits, uh, that one dude type of stuff. Also known for could have been records. He got into a little bit of hot water. I think the video when he posted was called "Those Weirdos at the Party," something like that. Uh, he deleted it, but as you know, on the internet. It doesn't get deleted. Nothing ever really gets deleted, especially if you're a person of interest. So let's watch the video without any framing. I want you to just tell me what you think about the weirdo at the party. Okay, let me share my screen. I'm share my screen. Can you? Oops, wrong button. Share my screen. Can you guys see this? Can you? Can you guys? I hope so. Can you guys see my screen? Okay. Yeah, you can see it. We can see it. We can okay. see it. Can you do theater mode? Oh, full screen. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Never have I ever kissed a dude. That's Oh, I'm real. He told me. One more than we done. He said I'm I true. Promise. 
All right, so you see how the skit went, right? The crazy thing is on Twitter, the skit has 10 million, the deleted skit has 10 million views. So by the time I was aware of this, it had already, oh wait, is this still playing? By the time I was aware of this, it had already been uh, deleted. So his point in most of his videos is, this is how dudes be looking. Y'all don't realize how y'all look. This is that like that's usually his approach. Uh, one of his ones that's really funny is um, jealous boyfriends. How y'all look at the birthday party, right? Things like that. So by the time I saw this on Twitter, the discussion had changed to from whatever it was prior to him deleting it. The thing, the common, the common theme that I kept seeing was, why are y'all mad? This is how dudes really be. This is how men be predatory on women yeah. it doesn't look like sexual assault doesn't always look like you know kind of when we were taught growing up it's always a guy grabbing you out of the bushes while you're jogging right. in the park right that's this what i thought growing up it's always like woman in central park beautiful and running it's dark it's wooded areas right. um and it's somebody grabbing you uh as i grew up i've you know i remember i saw on social media ask your homegirls what has sexual assault been like in their life? Uh, because more than likely it's somebody they know. So I talked to a couple of homegirls and that's when I found out a couple of my homegirls had actually been sexually assaulted. I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, so the discussion by the time I was aware of this was, yo, men don't be this guy. Right. Yeah. Don't be this creepy hovering. Uh, um, what was it like when you push somebody like, Pushy, creepy uh -huh. behavior. And then it devolved into should comedy is rape culture funny? Uh, and then most of the people were like, this isn't him glorifying rape culture. This is him shining a light on how how predatory men can be around their homegirls. Right. How a, you can a lot a, a lot of his skits are based off of showing a perspective and highlighting a certain type of individual. Or yeah. a certain mm -hmm. type of activity, um, but I can see like see, see in the beginning. I only saw probably like that first clip uh, of the first shot when it was on Twitter. I didn't mm -hmm. watch the whole thing, but as I watched toward the end, I was like, "Oh, I can see how that." If you don't know Drewski and you don't know how his skits are like norm, like his his the trend of how he makes his skits, I could easily see somebody un uneducated on anything he's done in the past being like, yo, who is this guy? And why is he making a video that's just highlighting somebody um, being very, very predatory. And, and that's the thing, right? I think I say this all the time, viral videos, especially so much of it is how it's framed for you. Mm -hmm. Right? So when you first see it, uh, especially like Josh, to your point, if you don't know him or his comedic stylings, which it's a, a lot of people don't. You know, what I mean, he's famous, but, you know, people be famous in certain. Buckets, and I'm not right? saying this skit was like I'm not using that as an out to saying, oh, this is comedic relief because that's mm. not like how how people are being portrayed as predatory in this. Unfortunately, is a normal in those party settings. Um, and that's what he was like bringing to light. But it it's it. I think it was distasteful the the more he stayed into it though so angel as a black woman and as our only woman on the show what are your thoughts um 
what was the what was the original sketch titled? I I believe, and I can't verify this because it was deleted, but I believe it was like that weirdo at the party. Yeah. Weirdos at the party be like that or something, something along those lines. I mean, so this is what I'll say is that if you're going to touch on a topic, because this to me looks directly like rape culture. It doesn't look like a weirdo. It looks like someone Mm. who knows exactly what they're doing and the purpose for which they're doing it for, which it is not uncommon for guys to use that as a way to try to loosen up a woman to make themselves more appealing to a woman when her um, when her guard is down and when her judgment is impaired. So if his intention was to shine a light on that, I would say making it very clear because I don't consider that a weirdo. I consider that someone who plans on doing something uh, unlawful, distasteful, maybe not full-blown rape, but definitely pushing the line of, I want to take advantage of the situation of these young ladies being way more intoxicated mm-hmm. and way more um, way more willing to concede to something that they wouldn't if they were sober-minded. Mm-hmm. So while I don't, I don't have a problem with him telling the story the way he wants to tell it but i do think he needs to put a very strong structure around it so that people understand that this is not i'm not joking about this this is what this is what dudes be doing this is what they do to girls and it uh because if i just saw weirdos i i'm when i hear the title weirdo i'm thinking about the people who are just sitting on the wall like just looking at folk and not talking yeah. to people. I'm not thinking about the dude who I'd be like, girl, don't drink nothing else. He pour you don't mm-hmm. drink another thing. Like somebody that I would be uh, potentially afraid of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where I feel like he might've went wrong. I don't know his content. I know his face, but I don't know his content like that. So uh, I, that would be from somebody uh from somebody seeing his stuff for the first time, I'd be like, just put a strong context around it because it people should people should know that this is what dudes be doing, not just women, but other dudes to be like, yo, like <laughs> if you like her, then she need to be sober when you tell her this, not drunk as hell. Yeah, I think here's here's how I think this could have worked, right? Or could could work. A man telling another man. Even comedically, this is weirdo behavior. This is creepy behavior. Uh, and you seeing like, you know, like to your point, Angel, like that is um, that is pushy and things like that. I think he let uh, a lot of times weirdo or being called weird can be insulting, you know, depending on how people use it's not just like weird, how we grew up like, oh, this guy's weird. He's a nerdy. Uh, weird means like this is behavior you shouldn't be doing uh and i'm gonna shine a light on that i think uh yeah i think somebody was saying uh andrea is saying this uh weirdo is synonymous with creep in different yeah. arenas. Right? not in in la culture uh weirdo is very creepish or like almost like uh not disrespectful but just like out of like out of pocket almost right right i mm. i agree here's a here's one thing i want to say you a with predator. The, the, then let's not make it cute then. Sorry. Then let's not. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, make well, a no, call weirdo's, a thing not a thing. Only, weirdo's not only described as predatory, though, in L.A. 
but right no so that's what i'm saying let's not yeah. use something that's not calling the thing the thing that it is i don't okay you that's what you get what i'm saying like if we're no, no I, I take on that creep which i didn't realize that's what the kind of context that he was trying to get us to understand i'm saying that don't use that be use something that actually calls it fully a thing where it's not misinterpreted it so that people understand that you're taking it seriously i guess I, that's all i'm saying sorry yeah well let me let me ex mm -hmm. explain my point of view actually uh l1 has a good point normally he has a second character character condemning the weirdo in this one but both characters were predators in this which i do agree with um Here's the thing. The more sensitive the issue, the less flexibility you have in the execution of it. Right. right? Disclaimers, framing, context, caption, the right word. If you just be like, you know, black folks be playing spades, there's not much that people will, you know, interpret take it different. When it's yeah. this subject matter, it is, it is, it is more serious subject matter. And in order for it to be received without backlash, it has to be taken, it has to be taken with the same precaution, right? Which I get why he, you know, uh, was like, oh, shoot, let me delete this. Because you might not realize that as a creator, you know, and, and we're not, I'm not even saying his whole point was to start this discourse. He might have just been at a party, like the way a lot of my stuff comes from. Something happens. And I'm like, oh, that'll make a funny video. Like when I was in Orlando, my nephew was... <laughs> they were trying to get him to eat some chicken tenders and fries and his mom was like he was thirsty because we've been walking around all day he was like let me get a drink and she was like uh, -uh ain't no drink until you eat your food so i turned my camera around with like black parents let that baby get a just a little swallow right so that could have happened to him he might not have thought this is going to create a larger discussion let me be more yeah. clear with my caption and all that type of stuff what i'm glad that it did is a lot of men weren't and it's you know a lot of times we talk about black men holding each other accountable things like that i think accountability can take the shape of a lot of forms it can be straight up hey this is weak this is weird it can also be pointing out your weird behavior in the form of a skit so you see yourself and how you look and how the world sees you in this behavior like it can take a lot of forms um and i think people can also be like this is not a joking matter i think you can say that about almost anything i mean coming up on the playmakers we used to get so many doggone god is not pleased god don't love y'all y'all <laughs> i'm talking about from church people of course uh this is y'all it, it would be uh um sacrilegious is the word blasphemous mm. is the word jay makes a great point calling a guy predator don't get the likes go and they want the likes and views and whatnot i agree when you're titling a video you're titling it with the best chance of getting um, views. Like that's part of part of the game. The point he's making, whether he did it right or okay. wrong, the point he's making, I think, needs to be a discussion for men, young and old. That this isn't like this isn't how you get a girl to 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 do something with you. This is how you end up. Uh, assaulting a woman if mm. you go down the line like if you go down the line of the way this guy's done and i'm not really a party person but i've heard many a story of people like we was drunk and it was crazy blah 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 if you go down that road your chances of committing sexual assault are very high because mm. if she's drunk that much even if you have as well then she cannot consent and you will be the one getting charged that's why i tell my boys do not 
engage in no physical activity with a girl who has been drinking because she may not be able to give you consent in the way you want, uh, the way that is necessary. She may remember this situation differently and you may remember this situation differently. So it's better for you to not even go down that road. This is that what he was depicting was, uh, the word I'm, I can't find the word, but it's basically pressure. It's 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 pushing someone into doing something and basically lowering her inhibitions or encouraging her to lower her inhibitions, which means you're more than likely going to end up in a situation where it's not going to be what you thought it was when you wake up in the morning. What up, guys? We're taking a quick break from the show to talk about our friends. Indeed, if you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed, Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements. I love using Indeed, especially on my side gigs that I put together and my other bigger projects. Recently, I was looking for a part-time video editor, and Indeed helped me find somebody that I could bring on hourly and move right along. Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent according to the Com score. Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined according to Talent Nest in 2019. Join the 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com/htt. Offer valid through April 30th. Go to Indeed.com slash HCT to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. Don't try and do it after because it's, it's, it's probably not going to work. Indeed.com slash HCT. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Absolutely. And I don't know. I guess also the way in which he played the character also gave very much so law and order SVU type of vibes, right? Mm -hmm. So like the the big eyes, the come on. Oh, and then the discussion between the dudes. So for me, it's like, okay, you know exactly what you're pointing to. You're not just pointing to the dudes that be trying to get the girls drunk so that they can have fun. You're pointing to someone who has ill intentions once mm -hmm. they uh get drunk so it mm. is kind of odd to me that like if if you're going to go there that you don't like really set the stage for people to know your full intentions you know what i'm saying this doesn't feel like a oh that's not what i was talking about i'm just talking about dudes that be just trying to get everybody like drunk the dude like he was looking at her in a way of like come on come on i think that's part of why the video was so crazy because of his authenticity yeah like people some people didn't realize that was a skit they thought it was that, just video from a party because yeah, he it, looked like them people go ahead josh yeah, no, I was going to say, and that's and that's the perspective that I could see of like, yo, who is this guy and why is he making a video like this? 
Like, if you have no idea who Drewski is, and this guy's playing the part down to the T of the facial expressions and the body language, be, like, he's nobody sees that to be funny. It's not funny. It's not a funny situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think, yeah. you know, I think comedy can have comedy, not even can, comedy does have its place in those type of things. It's just like I say about the line. You know, we talk about this all the time with Will Smith and all in all in comedy and, you know, language changing. Comedy is about finding the line. And the closer you are to that line, the better execution you have to do. You have to be spot on to deal with that. He might not have thought that much about it. Listen, there was was, no punchline. What was the punchline? Well, the punchline in his videos, they're more like vignettes of the behavior. Right. Okay. So I don't know if there's a punchline in that. It's never like like a, like he doesn't have a set, like, you don't have traditional like comedy. comedy no, 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 no. It's it's an overall like, oh, this guy be so when when I first saw this clip of the video, I assumed the rest of the video was like how guys act around girls or like how guys act around when girls are in the room, like uh super out of character, be, being very loud, being very like uh trying to be funny, trying to draw attention. Um and then like, oh yeah, let's take a shot. Let's take a shot. Like that, I thought it was that type of energy. This is the first time I saw the whole video. That's why I was yeah. like, oh, this is this is really bad. Yeah. And when I say punchline, I don't mean in the the serious context of setup punch. I'm saying even in a skit or a sketch, when you are even making fun of a certain type of person, you're highlighting what makes them different, but in a humorous way. So if it's like Angel, I'm always I, I'm always a little bit late. If it's highlighting the different excuses, me coming on camera sweating, you see little things that make the situation humorous. Mm. I am missing that element yeah. in this I, is what I'm saying. I'm like, where yeah, was that at? I miss that in a lot of his videos too, Angel. Because oh, okay. he, he, he really, from the ones that I've seen, it's not like I've seen every single one of his uh, things that he posted he really just leans into the character and then just draws out situations. It's never like, okay, this will definitely be the funny part. Let's let's wait and kind of build up to there. Mm, okay, because that's the part. When, when The reason why I'm bringing that up is that I wasn't seeing this in the world of comedy. Like, I thought it was just a... Like a video. Like a, just a dry skit. Like, mm. you know how if you go to some like conference where they're doing working on team building... They can do a skit to teach mm-hmm. a lesson. There's nothing funny about it. So I didn't see this as something that he was trying to have be humorous. If so, he was well past the mark on um, finding that. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with doing a, um, what you say? It seemed like it was just a video that was used as an over-exaggeration to highlight the point. Right, right exactly. So that to me does not speak to comedy. Like, and it wasn't over-exaggeration, to be honest. I didn't even see the over-exaggeration. Like, if there, maybe if there was an over-exaggeration, then maybe I could see it, but it just seemed like spot on. This well, I is... think that's the point. Like, I think, I think the point of the video is, this is what you look like when you do this. Even if you're not trying to be funny. Like, even if he's not trying to be funny, this is how you look in this scenario. Let me, I think this is a... Whether you comedy subjective, all that, I think this is a hold a mirror up to yourself piece of work. Like you don't realize how you look. You just think we having a good time. Drink, girl, drink, blah, blah, blah. 
let me hold a mirror up to you. This is actually how you look. Uh, and it's not cool. Well, that's you look different. Weird. Then that's different than trying to do comedy. That's why I was questioning yeah. when well, you said his, as his, a his approach in this video. That's what I think his approach. A lot of times okay. his comedy, his his skits are. Let me hold a mirror up to you. Uh, this is how you look. Let me see if I can find one for you that uh, that that's a different story. That makes sense. I still think he just needs to draw stronger lines to un for people to understand why he's doing it. But if it was supposed to be comedic, that is where I'm like, now hold on, where? Yeah, I I think a lot of his videos are like that, Angel. Okay. All right. So this one, Angel. This is insecure boyfriends hate when it's their girlfriend's birthday which is similar in nature uh, to the other one. And I'll, I'll, I'm curious to see your thoughts after that. You couldn't see the last part because the, the screen was covering it. But the last part is he sent her a whole text and she was reading it from across the club. Mm -hmm. But I see the see the how his videos he's not necessarily doing anything funny. It's more like relatable uh, situations, situational, relatable comedy. It's relatable. You know what? You know what I would say for that is different, which makes it in the context of comedy work is that you are plugging uh, the person, the character that he's talking about into a situation and seeing how he reacts. Where mm -hmm. with the one, with the other one, it's not plugging them into a situation to see how they react. They are pushing the situation along. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. It's like, okay, take a, take a Christian dude and put him in the club for the first time. Okay, we're going to watch you react to people cussing, girls twerking, you know, uh, like a dude that's never been to a, a club, uh, people throwing up yeah. in the bathroom. We get to see all that. So we're seeing how you're reacting in the well, that's situation. Like how TV people, that's how TV makes comedy, like situational comedy. Ta-da. So with this um, weirdo at the weirdo at the party, we're seeing this person push drive the situation forward so it doesn't have the same type of observe i mean it is still observational but it's not the um it'd be it, it is not the the same i guess like type of fly on the wall it, it, it's not it's not the same type of feel i i would say and also it is a different well it, the other is thing a is different topic <laughs> it's a it's a much more serious topic Yes. Right. If you have an insecure boyfriend, 
at the and you know at your party there's that that's that's just not that serious rape culture sexual assault is much more serious and people it's much more triggering if people have been in the situations if they've suffered from that so if it's a situation that is personal traumatic and triggering i am you're less likely to find that funny even if it was executed well whatever well can be um the other videos that he do they're not there's not so personal to people who have more than likely dealt with something like this and i think that's why there was such a strong reaction to it yeah i don't think that um it, it truly i don't think he would have had any type of backlash in a bad way if the intention is not to try to make people laugh at the situation that's where i keep getting confused it's like i didn't think i'm like i hope your intention wasn't thinking that i was gonna be like ha <laughs> <laughs> that nigga trying to get her drunk so he can rape her. Like, right. I would hope that that's not your intention in making that video. And it might be that, that because people don't know what his intention is with the video is why he's in hot water. Because I do think it's something that we shouldn't shy away from. Yeah. But I do think if we don't understand why he's making the video, it just it it gives it ends you end up in this situation where you're taking the video down where the video could be actually more helpful than not to be honest maybe you know it might not be something that someone who's been through that situation who has dealt with um sexual trauma who has dealt with being um abused sexually would want to deal with but it could be helpful to those people who need to be more educated about it but if you don't put strong like intention behind something that is as sensitive and as serious as a topic dealing with um, rape culture, you are asking for people to then misunderstand what you're trying to do. Yeah. Angel, your mic is, is clicking. Do you I hear don't, it? No, I don't, I don't hear it clicking you hear at it, all. I hear it, but it's, it's very faint. It's like a little pop. Is it the, is it the thing not plugged in, Angel? Do you know? Everything's the... plugged in. Everything is plugged in. It's plugged in over here. All right, guys. We're taking another quick break from the show. Talking about our good friends over at Revolt TV. They got brand new seasons of Assets Over Liabilities and Love and Respect with Killer Mike. Only on Revolt TV. Kicking off Monday nights will be Assets Over Liabilities with host Rashad Bilal and Troy Millings of Earn Your Leisure fame as they sit down for exclusive interviews with young entrepreneurs and moguls like Nick Cannon, YG, Angela Yee, and more. Find out if they're working with assets or liabilities and how it may apply to your own business plan. Followed by Love and Respect with Killer Mike, a weekly talk show from the ATL hosted by rapper, actor, and activist Killer Mike. Featuring a diverse lineup of celebrities, politicians, and community leaders having passionate, insightful, and unfiltered debates about today's top issues. Guests include T.I., Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, Tyler Perry, Bernice King, Drewski, Fab Five, Freddie, and more. New TV episodes air every Monday night starting at 9 p.m. Eastern on Revolt and stream anytime on the Revolt app, YouTube, and WatchRevolt.com. Let's get back to the show. Yes, everything is where it's supposed to be. We don't use these mics enough for them to be acting up because these was expensive. Yes, a couple of people are saying he's not in hot water. Y'all, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta title it somehow. I gotta, I got to, 
I got to say something. He's not in hot water. Why'd he take it down? I just, I be, I got to No, he's definitely, gotta, no, no, I no. say something. He I has, was, he has a, a whole PR. He, he'd be doing too much crossover commercials and content to leave something like this, anything to the point where it could be, um, detrimental to i mean he's he's more worried about his brand if he took it down so it's yeah because he'd be having crazy listen this as a creator i've been where he has we're like oh this is not the attention i want for this i uh, no, and uh, and for me as well and videos i deleted was not deleted they was right back up i feel like sometimes people see stuff they be like oh you might delete this let me go ahead and screen record the entire thing and save it because it's because mm-hmm. <laughs> you might get in trouble for this it's gonna be right back up you know mm-hmm. that's just that's just the nature of it anyway let's move let's move to a different topic because we actually well, got a couple he's a talented young man i, I just i oh, yeah. he could have handled it differently i, I think it'll be no okay it's yeah. impossible to get it right all the time and this absolutely. is just interesting to me i understand nfts i didn't trust them mm-hmm. and this made me be like see kev you ain't mm-hmm. crazy. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying NFTs are wrong and Web3 is wrong. I'm not saying none of that. But I'm saying this is just a story that makes me be like, Kev, you ain't crazy. Okay. So Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter, sold his first ever tweet as an NFT last year. Oh. It was bought for $2.9 million, which he converted he converted to Bitcoin and donated to COVID-19 relief in Africa. Last week, the buyer relisted it. For $48 million. And the auction ended with a top bid of just $280. The tweet in question, March 21st, 2006, says, just te- just setting up my Twitter, T-W-T-T-R. The songwriter said, yesterday's price is not today's price. Usually, <laughs> we use that when we say it's going up. In this case, yesterday's price is not today's price in the opposite direction. I don't know why someone paid $2.9 million to be the digital right owner of Jack Dorsey's first tweet, but he lost $2.8 million. Mm. <laughs> he lost $2.9 uh, million dollars mi- minus $280 dollars let me let me tell you at least right now let me let me tell you why it's because all of this stuff all of this stuff in the meta world for the most part we all have to agree that it's more important we all have to agree that things are have a certain value we everybody buying into it has to agree or it all falls apart Bitcoin, every single last what anything that is existing in the virtual world, the value is created by the people that are participating in it. Unlike in the 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 real world. Yes, we do kind of create the value of it, but it becomes like how how much do you need it to actually function in your day to day life? How much do you need? It's like money. We agree that when I hand you $100, this $100 is valuable to me, to you. At a point in time, that was backed by gold. But even if that were true, you have to believe that gold holds value for the backing of gold to make sense. Our gold society can decide that makeup brushes are valuable. And in our community, this one is worth 
17 Kunka. Oh, snap, Kunka. He is 17 Kunka. Oh, this is a big one. This is 28 Kunka. It doesn't matter what the thing is. What matters is what Angel said. It matters that we agree that we- I place value on that. Therefore, I'm going to give something that I find valuable, in this case, money or cryptocurrency. Uh, and then when it was time to sell, the people of the Web3 decided Jack Jack Dorsey's first tweet ain't worth $48 million. I don't know why. He, $48 million is crazy. That's anyway. the thing. With NFTs, more than anything else I've ever seen, it has no... Um, like we have figured out a way to make the <laughs> yeah, Melissa gonna be mad at you. Stop touching that stuff because you be breaking things. <laughs> we have made certain things in our life that like we kind of need to operate. Meaning like okay, it's hard for us to live out in the elements, so we need shelter, right? Okay, yep. we want to live in certain places. With an NFT, meaning you are buying a, a a virtual thing, whether it be a picture, a video, something that it's 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 more closely related to art than yes. anything else. That's what Absolutely. It's not, that's what it is. And art, as we know, while it does have some extrinsic value, maybe some intrinsic value, it's not something that we necessarily need in the in the place of fine art in everyday life. So this is how I don't understand the how nfts are even like a thing that people are really buying into like that because it's just like at any moment people can just change their mind and you and 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 look at you and now look at you you and now look at you you over here looking stupid because you spent two billion two million dollars that you're not gonna get back that stuff somewhere in somebody's um what you call them things charities listen the thing that's crazy is Jack Dorsey got the 2.9 million in in actual dollars. Oh, he didn't get it in oh. bit. No, you can convert the bit though. No, no, he, he converted it to Bitcoin. But oh, he, he got converted it, in, it. Oh, he he, he converted it, it to in... Bitcoin. But he he got it in real money, converted in Bitcoin, and then donated it. The person who listed it, he didn't even list it for three million. He said, "Oh, I took it for 2.9. I now think it's worth almost 50 million dollars." Not three million. Like to Angel's point, I think certain things always will have value, and those things are needed for human survival. Food, water, shelter. Those things will always have value. Web two, web one, web three, no web. If the internet exploded tomorrow, food, water, and shelter are always gonna have value because you need those to survive. Jack Dorsey's Twitter. You don't need that to survive. The songwriter said, I need you. You need me. Got a nice write-off out of it, but that's it. What you say, Joshy? Got a nice write-off out of it, though. Yeah. That's a great write-off. I'm just curious and like, and I don't know much about Web3. Do you guys know what Web3 means? Not what it specifically I kn- means. But I, I know what Web2 means. I know. I, so I'm trying to think. I'm trying to figure out what so Web1 web was the internet, the first iteration. That sounds like the Matrix. I learned yeah. this from this black girl, actually. Web1 was the internet that you could experience, but you could not interact with. America oh, Online. Okay. I could go. I could read. I could tweet, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I could uh, chat, but I couldn't interact. Web2 is social media. I can create. I can post, I can interact. There's the internet is a, I can exchange finances and currency and things like that. 
That's web two. Web exchange. Web three is I can own things on the internet, land, NFTs, uh, uh, Fortnite skins. Like this is all the internet as a place to hold your things that you find valuable. So musicians are to me, well, most of what I saw at first was musicians in the NFT space. And I was just like, whoo, you talk about feeling behind on something. Uh, and, and, you know, with like the boom of the internet in the nineties, like you can really make money. Remember the dot-com bubble, like before it blew, some people made money for real, mm-hmm. you know, then it all, you know, grew too fast. Same thing with the ho- housing market. It can grow big and then it could be like, all right, we, yeah. we off I th- people. I think that's why uh, Snoop bought Death Row Records to make it like a Web3 label. I thought he would. I heard he pulled the he's pulling all the stuff off of streaming to go back to like vinyls and stuff. I like know. I think he's music. making. Oh, maybe hard music that or NFTs. Hard music would be great. This, this Yeah, you know, like vinyls that. are coming back now. I'm trying to tell you, people are uh-huh. running away from this meta world. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. I mean, I have vinyls. You guys don't need this. He was like, I was getting ready to leave. I wanted to, to see go it, get more vinyls. I want you to go through with the whole thing. People are running away from meta. This is what I think. I really do. I know that that this is, I think the more people keep saying, you know, it's met, it's about meta. It's about the, the decentralization and blockchain. They want other people to believe it with them. Cause that's the only way this works. None of mm. this works unless it's like, a pyramid. yeah, none of this works unless everybody buys in like, Bitcoin, all of that, like the value, they're like the value of Bitcoin is rising. The value, the only way that they can say that about Bitcoin, sorry, I don't mean to be showing my brazier. The only reason they can say that about uh, my brazier, sorry. You ain't never been more 41 than in that, Mark. You had a lot of 41 moments. But going, you ain't ain't use the nickname, you went full name. (laughs) You went 41, (laughs) Angel. The the thing that hanged the shirt was digging into my arm. I couldn't take it no more. Um, The only reason why it can be said that those things have have value, especially in the beginning, was because people could then go buy real things. Mm-hmm. Not things in the fictional world. People could be like, oh, I had enough money that I was able to buy a a house that my person, my actual flesh and blood lives in. Not because they bought fake land in a virtual world. Right. And I think that's that's <laughs> what my fear with NFTs is. I don't feel situated for my family's legacy in the actual world yet. Like that my children's children, I can't focus on web world mm-hmm. look at that just yet look at this out the web that's the web took hey, mm-hmm. you from the world i can't focus on web world just yet when i gotta focus on kids college in the actual world inheritance children's children you know a lot of time a lot of you know jack dorsey selling that tweet and nft jack dorsey's children's children's are already already covered they've been covered for a what? long time Right, so he can play around in the NFT world. Right, folk, we got real, we got bills. That's the world we we got. Students. That's the world. I I need to be getting off these SLs. Them SLs is coming for us every month. 
Amen. And listen, big and I think blockchain and all this stuff will be around for a while. I don't I honestly don't know just because I don't think governments will ever allow it to happen. I do not come on R E N T be coming around. I don't think governments will ever because the whole as somebody said in here, the whole like allure is like being a part of the frontier of this new world being one of the the you know nobody is now the first anymore because bitcoin has had some years on it now but mm -hmm. like feeling like you're in it at the ground floor so that like it can be this life-changing thing for you but i just i personally this just might be because i'm an old spirit i'm a woman who just said brazier do not see it replacing having the power to replace the way currency runs now because the government gets to be able to control currency the way it is now it's hard to you can't really do that in well, that's a the, I bitcoin think that's one of the points of uh nfts bitcoin blockchain all that is to not be relying on the government but i think the government will prove to be a lot harder to disassociate from <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that's the thing there's so many things we still rely on for the government that we don't want to let go of so they're going to be like, okay, you would do that, but you can't have this no more. And you can't have this. You can't have this. You can't have this. We're going to be like, cash me out. Cash, <laughs> get, cash me out, please. And let me have my money. What up, guys? Let's take a quick break and talk about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get a farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable because who doesn't like saving money i definitely do personally i don't know if y'all got it like that but every every coin counts HelloFresh's chefs really know how to diversify the menu with seasonal recipes like salmon limon and pasta primavera pick your favorites from 50 different weekly options that's a lot i i don't i don't even think i think of 50 different options already going through any week of eating um but it's nice to know that they're there and you won't ever get bored of 50 and uh, because that's a lot. And skip weeks when you need to change your delivery date or update your preferences all in our HelloFresh app. Pick your favorites from 50 different weekly options and skip weeks when you need to. Change your delivery date or update your preferences all in the HelloFresh app. HelloFresh has fit and amp wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes per week to choose from. That's a lot. Guys, I love HelloFresh. And one of the toughest things about going grocery shopping, thinking about a specific meal, is buying too many ingredients. Sometimes I don't need I don't need an entire massive thing of set ingredient. And then most of it goes to waste after I make one meal with uh with what I need. So HelloFresh is a great job giving you exactly what you need for that meal and you keep it moving and you don't be as wasteful. That's why I like it. Customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another, upgrading for a more luxe experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals tailored truly to you. So this is what we need you guys to do. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. I don't know if you guys knew that. Hopefully you did. If not, now you do. And with the wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. 
I love switching between the brands personally. And now my listeners, our listeners, friends of the pod can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SK16 and use code SK16 for up to 16 meals and three free gifts. Who doesn't love a gift, huh? Go to HelloFresh.com slash SK16. Use code SK16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. America's number one meal kit. That's HelloFresh. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. But yeah, no, when I was first introduced to NFTs, they wanted me to create some NFTs to uh, sell. And What um, you was going to sell? Well, I could, I could not. Well, you know, all the content I make involves me or my family. And the thought of someone owning a video of me or a video of my, I don't even do that for brand deals. That's the first thing I cross out. You, you get to license this for a short period of time. And then it comes back to me. So the thought of somebody owning an image of Amar, just, it doesn't sit, a, a, an image that I created does it not sit. sit well with you. It doesn't, it does not sit. And then I was and like, the thing that I couldn't understand it? is they own it, but it can still be consumed elsewhere for free. Oh, no, no. They wanted me to create something that was going to be minted. And so they, oh, I don't know what minted means like it's it, it, it's like however it's like it's it, it minted is print you're like getting your own blockchain link to that thing that's like an official the the official authenticity code that comes with it it's like having a real baseball card like this is the original don't nobody but in the physical world you know it's yours because you hold it it's in your hand in yeah. this virtual world it's minted with like what he's saying, this blockchain, this is theirs. If they sell it to someone else, I would still get paid. Like I would get paid a portion of that sale because I was the creator of it. But I was like, why mm -hmm. would I want people trading my, I was like, it just sound like virtual slavery, but I get money <laughs> on the back end. You want to trade it so you can get ETH, Angel. What a who? A Ethereum. Disease? Ethereum. That sounds like something they ain't got a vaccine for. That's what I that's what I heard. Somebody said they don't trust this because it's the market of beast, which always reminds me. And I don't care how many times I tell this story or if I even told y'all my first pastor in Washington told us that <laughs> the self checkout line was the mark of the beast. Excuse me. No. Self checkout line. Self checkout. Going over the self-checkout line was the market of the beast. He was he was older gentleman. So y'all going over there and you, you they got you scanning. Boop, boop. How you how they how they can scan it? How do you think they can scan it if it ain't the beginning of the market of the beast? What they want to do is get you used to scanning this. Then you take that out, put a chip in you, scan your hand, and you so you so in a rush, you want to get out of there that you got to scan your 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 own thing code and the next thing they do they're gonna put the code on your body and now you mark the beast and i was I like i remember these times you are just gonna i that they gonna get me because i i i i now don't like self-checkout because i feel like i pay for the groceries and i now work at the grocery store okay mm -hmm. now i take the stuff off the shelf i scan it i bag it myself i pay for it myself i am an employee now 
basically. <laughs> and if I'm going to work for you, why am I paying the same price as when I used to hand it to you? It ain't no discount for self-checkout. I'm just in a rush. I just want to leave this place now. But you, you, you got me thinking it's Mark of the Beast. I'm just hungry. I got this mm-hmm. chicken. There's no, especially at the beginning, when I lived in Washington, I lived in a kind of older neighborhood. Them old people was not trusting no self-checkout line. That'd be 8,000 <laughs> people in the main line. I was scanning them rotisserie chickens, getting my little red box. I was in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like. I, you know what? There's and we work. For, one more thing, Andrew. And I'm upset about this. The Go airline ahead. want us to work for them too. Now, now that, that's I where I draw the, the line. You that's want me where to I draw? You it. want me to tag my own bag and then take it down and drop it off? Why am I paying? And then I got to pay to check the bag. I draw the line. Yeah, knock off ten twenty five off that just for the hour that I got to be clocked in for. Dog. And then I'm they get mad when you don't do it right. Then they get mad when you don't put the baggage, right. the, the thing. Because I didn't go to orientation. You know why? Because I don't work here. I ain't got no goddamn name tag. I'm not free. And, I'm not flying for free. I got to pay to be here. I don't know how they convinced us. Delta tried this at LAX for about three weeks. They mm-hmm. was like, check your own bags. We was like, who? Who who gonna do it? I don't got I don't fly all these miles to now work for the airline too. Well, why why I stop here? Let me fly the plane myself. Let me park it at my house. Then why am I got to drive to the no, airport? No, the, the next step is they are gonna have us rolling our bags out to the tarmac and putting them on the plane. That's they're not gonna let us fly the plane. They're gonna be like, come on, put your stuff on there. You're gonna be you late. Don't scan your bag tag when you get out. Walk down the jet bridge. Go grab your bag. From there and, t- and toss it up in there. Yeah, Darnell will tell you where you could put yours. Just ask for <laughs> Darnell. He down there. Uh, no, not at all. I don't know what that is either. See, the, 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 it's it's not right though. It might not be the mark of the beast, but the devil's somewhere in this because there ain't no way, ain't no way I should be getting older, doing more work to do things. This is dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> Stupid. It is stupid. And let's let me tell you. You do self checkout, Angel Josh. Yeah, because I, do, I can't stand I, slow I people. I can't stand slow people. And then people be looking at you. They'll be like, boop. Oh, this is this good? Have you had it before? I'm gonna have to try it out. Oh, you know <laughs> we're having oh, you know we're having a sale on the other brand of this. We're having it's a two for one. You might want to give it a try. Yeah, this color is gonna look great on you. It, I'd be wanted to be like, girl, if you don't shut up. But I can't, so I just go into my own little self-checkout line. Let me ask you guys this. When y'all shop, especially at retail, you grab a shirt, you're going to buy it, you change your mind, you are no longer in the place. Do you go put it back where you got it from, or do you just hang it up where you at? It is. I I will sometimes be nice enough to take it all the way to the register. I take be like, register. I don't want. I don't want this. I got PTSD, though. That's that's why I, I do it. From working because, at Maxon? Oh, I hate it. If I would see somebody start placing, hey, I, I got you. I I could take that from you. What? Because that's more work you got to do before you leave. I'm already calculating with the work I got to do before I leave. I'm not going to add to that because some rogue individual is just going to, let me put it over here by the sandals. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, definitely. Especially in a Target, especially out here, out here in California. Target gets tricky, though. Too Targets big. are Target is stories. tricky because you have a you have ground right. beef. You realize you don't need it no more, yeah, but you you're, in the, you're in the kid's socks aisle. Yeah, you no, just you can't, drop the pound of ground beef on some Oshkosh. Yeah. You can't you can't tuck the uh the ground beef in the Goodfellow. I, just take it to the register. <laughs> hey, I don't need this anymore. I, I just... Yes. 
I take it to the register. I'm not going back. I'm not going back upstairs to the fresh meat section. Oh, that's right. Mm -mm. There's multi-level. Oh, yeah. What that's, I'm saying. You got to put Here your cart back on the elevator. It's a whole thing. thing goes, what you saying? Yeah, it's too much. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm out. That, I'm out. That reminded me of this funny tweet I saw this weekend. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Jaleesa Jones said, that's why I don't buy meat from Target. <laughs> oh, listen. Target got me. This girl tweeted, Target must got a no talking policy. You walk in there and don't hear a thing. That's true. <laughs> I quiet. I, I listen to music, though, when I go to Target. It's because the items are speaking to us and we're listening. <laughs> <laughs> the item is saying, you want me? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's telling me all the reasons why I want it. Because you know how you've been saying you want to decorate that part of the counter of the kitchen? You could get me and never use me. Don't that sound good? I'll be like Target is a couple dividers and walking directions away from IKEA at this point, though, because I feel like I gotta walk through the whole store to get to where I need to, and then back through a different way just to get to the checkout. Oh, you said get it's to where never you just need in to. and out for me. Oh no, I literally do. I walk through, and I let the spirit of my ancestors mm -hmm. tell me, mm, "You need that decorative pillow." Where will it go? <laughs> Target no is a one to two hundred dollar vortex, regardless if you just need toothpaste or not. I don't understand what it is about walking through Target, and 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 I, I agree with you, Angel. Things just they just they they reach out to me. Mm. I'm walking past. I was in Target in Orlando. I was walking past. Not even I went in Target in Orlando to buy ice, just ice. Okay, and in this Target, the, the there was a liquor store. Uh huh. Right uh, off to the left when you walk in. To the mm -hmm. left. Mm -hmm. I did, so I'm like, oh, bet I'm gonna get the ice and I'm gonna go back to the hotel. I get the ice. Boop boop. Go to the Mark of the Beast. Check out. Yeah. I'm going back to my car. The main store was like, Kev. Mm hmm. Kev. Because and, and this one still had popcorn. The ones around my house, they don't got popcorn no more. The popcorn was like, they still throw the it throws, still throw the M and M's in there and the. No, I, I don't. I just like the popcorn straight oh, up. Okay. I just, popcorn you know, said, "Come here, come here," and I said, "What? What? Come here, come here." I said, "What? I gotta go back." I'm like, just come here and smell me. I said, "Hmm, okay," but I'm not hungry. And as soon as I did that, the Goodfellow section was like, "Kev, you, you remember you was looking for a black mm -hmm. long sleeve?" Yeah, and they yeah, had your size. To do that, of course they you, did. And if, you know, when you want to go on a date, Kev, you told. Remember when you told me you don't, you just want to throw black jeans, black shirt on, but you couldn't find the long. Look, they got them in Florida, and I said, "Oh, snap, really?" So I'm walking to the back. I get that. I said, "Boom!" Then to the right, they got watermelon. Listen, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, I, I got that go good there right on after right that. now. Right oh, now, I, I, I stay with a good fellow. Listen, and then, and then when I was going, I'm gonna let you talk one second. Oh, go, go, go ahead. Get, get into it, Kevin. Go ahead. And Tell then I felt my sock, my sock, my big toe peek through my sock. It was going like this. It said, like, like a little, <laughs> like a baby bird being born. It said, Kev, by the way, there's, I got a hole in here. Mm -hmm. while, uh, while you're on your, you're already on your way. What's well, a little six way. pack? This little six pack. You like, you like how it feels on the skin when you, when like you pop that package? Come on, man. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and just grab a pack of socks. Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, I'm two thirty eight in. I bought new beard stuff. That went down the bevel aisle. They didn't have two thirty eight. Man, Kev, I walked in for deodorant. I walked out with this VR headset. What am I <laughs> doing here? absolutely what am i doing here and on the way out i'm like this is no home it's like is that this is a pizza hut Could, I'm, I'm gonna need me a quick personal 
absolutely Come Abs- on. this is what makes it so magical like walking in first of all i feel like i see my homegirls and that's that dollar section mm. oh like, i know I you ain't... right up at the front Ooh. angel they put that right at the front especially some educational material that i'll never do with my kids oh yeah we got to learn about the abcs and money and counting money. i gotta buy all the index cards then it got my boyfriend starbucks right there your you boyfriend know, we, listen you know we gotta make out all the time get me get me going mm. and just like you josh i'll be going there i'll be like oh amar i need to get him something for easter i'll go they don't have what i need so i say you know what i'll buy some lawn furniture instead and that lawn furniture? that be how my journey goes in target i'll be like mm, amar needs something ah uh, they ain't got it i'll buy i'll buy this instead a computer I'll buy an Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. I'll buy, you know. Fetty had an Apple Watch on. He 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 and, uh, he was wearing it on his ankle though. I didn't understand yes, how it, it how yes, it yes, his heartbeat. There's the Apple. My son JoJo <laughs> in the Target in Florida. They had they sold sushi. No, the, Josh and no. Jo JoJo is a big fan of grocery store sushi. For a kid that that's that's so picky. His his stomach. Eat, Grocery. He's, he's oh, built he's like a, an ox. Josh, man. remember when you were a kid? Your stomach. Oh, what? Especially you're a, a poor kid. Your stomach got to be able to. T- I was. I'm making this video later on TikTok. I've been doing this series on like if you ate this food a lot, you probably didn't have a lot of money. And I've been collecting things that reminded me. And I and I saw somebody has oh, sent me kill rice and beans. You see pork and beans and rice. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a more efficient per dollar spent. To the amount of food you eat, than a bowl of rice and beans. Kevin, as a as a Mexican child, I was about to say the that. amount of quesadillas I had, not with flour tortillas because they were more expensive. The half of a single corn tortilla with jack cheese. Just my grandma probably pumped fifteen to twenty out a sitting. Just the little <laughs> bites. Just, but man, I feel that rice and that beans as kill. a meal. Is I've just, never had that. Mm, oh, Angel, you did all right. I never. You said pork and beans with rice. No, I didn't. Pork, pork and beans, beans. with just our... white rice. Mix that up. I also have this funny joke I've been thinking about. That's not right. Spaghetti Kevin. in and of itself is not a poor meal, right? Black folks, we we saw spaghetti and we commandeered that from the Italian people of the world. We said, oh, this. Spaghetti. You could make a lot of this for little. If you ever ate spaghetti three times in a row, that was, that was meal prep. That was the first gen meal prep. David Lucas for the week about that. He said meal prep ain't nothing but gentrified leftovers. All y'all did is take the word leftovers it. and gentrify it. it. Yes. Uh, it's a meal prep. That's but exactly I, what that is. Black people took spaghetti. This you know it's black people spaghetti because it is. It's almost more like lasagna at how solidified it becomes because we pack so many noodles. When you pour oh, it the ratio out, is off. you got to... Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You are... There it is. There's no... You don't need the tongs. You know, at a restaurant, they would use the tongs to give you the wet noodles. With black folk, it is a solid lump. Okay, you use a... You use the Kool-Aid spoon, the plastic Kool-Aid spoon, and you carve out the spaghetti oh it, wow that is it is not a loose situation no not at all when, when i can remember 
I remember, I remember my homeboys when I was a kid was like, yo, if you, oh, you guys like Italian food, you, your mom makes spaghetti, does she make lasagna? Lasagna is a different thing. Lasagna is a, di- lasagna is expensive. You, you talking about ricotta cheese? You got to buy a special ingredient? You talking about mm-hmm. layer? Also, lasagna is entirely too much prep work I'm for impressed. the amount of layer, this, this, that, I layer. You got to do it. Then you got to bake it. Spaghetti. Fry that meat. Mm-hmm. Put that prego in the thing. Boil the noodle. I didn't even get meat. I got I know, spaghetti and corn. Spaghetti and corn. And corn. Oh no! Bless my dad's heart. Spaghetti and corn. That's not Talk. supposed to be. That's like the can... beans and rice. That's not that what? together. He cracked that can open, put it in the pot. Actually, put it in the microwave real quick because it's quicker, and then just sprinkle it in, and then get that, get that little ladle, huh? Just wait, is the corn inside the spaghetti or a side yes. dish? Yes, no, it's a little spaghetti inside. casserole. Where You're and then it just red corn off. inside he a spaghetti. Has, he still makes that for my brother to this day. Kevin. To this day, that is large lady. There's <laughs> corn. It's good for you. Corn has no nutrients. Nah, nah, nah. It's so a you get the wrong corn. It's corn the is nothing. That sounds like the lunch ladies were like, "We ain't got the shipment didn't come in. Grab Love a my dad. corn." Grab the noodles, grab the sauce. That's that type of meal. That's we just gotta make it do. Dang, oh, Josh! No. Now I grew up poor. We 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 ain't never had corn thrown in spaghetti. No. Just, your dad threw corn in as a meat. Yes, and then still put the sauce. It's like, bro, is this, oh. before you eat vegetarian, just just tell me that. What are we doing, man? We got the ground beef in the fridge. It's been in there for three weeks. Not even I don't anymore. think I would mind the corn if there were other vegetables in there. Like if there was like some broccoli, maybe yeah, some Give zucchini. me some turkey. Oh, I'll take a little ground no. turkey. Angel, no. You ain't never had a sauce that has vegetables in it. Spaghetti carbonara. Don't get me started That's about That's what breakfast. I'm saying. If it was like a ghetto spaghetti carbonara, then I could get with it. But just because it's just corn and no other vegetable is where it's confusing me. It's spaghetti, corn, and red sauce. This is the problem. <laughs> Yes, it's like there's not it's not an olive oil. It's oh, a red no, sauce. No, no, no. And see, when you're poor and young, you don't you, you know, first of all oil? you're poor no. or you are uh, black or um, in this case Mexican. You also couldn't question this. No, so when what? your dad sat you down with spaghetti and corn, you ate spaghetti and corn. Mm-hmm. You didn't go to no Italian friend and be like, "Hey, man, let me pull you. Let me grab your coat, your, your, your collar." Y'all be eating spaghetti and corn together, no. man. I got heartburn at a young age because of all the hot dogs I ate with breakfast. Listen, I knew we were poor. It wasn't that I was uh, I didn't know what was going on. I knew when money was tight is when there my mother was getting creative with potatoes. I was like, another potato dish? Another <laughs> another one. Huh. It's just another potato. Potatoes and then when the rice got heavy. When it was a lot of rice, I was like, Listen, ah, we are scuggling over here. Rice <laughs> Rice goes far. Mm-hmm. Oh what? The amount of money spent to the amount of food created with rice, bread. Mm, mm. That's why your that's why our parents had to do that. It was like that's why we drink Kool-Aid. It wasn't because they love Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid was sub a quarter. It was I had Sunny D Tampico. Tampico was oh Oh, man. man. I still feel that that you could bury a Tampico gallon in the middle of antarctica it will never get cold it will never freeze 
You've been there for 30 though. years. It has that oily substance. Josh, bro, oh, what is that coating? A whale could grab it and take it to the depths of the ocean. A whale's going to come up with it in his mouth just like throw it on the sea, man. It's, get this out of here. Tampico will never freeze. Jonah, I remember Jonah people had it. Oh, uh, Angel. That's Jonah had like a of Tampico in his hand. That's why he got spit out of the whale. That's well, hilarious. Like, we don't need this in here. Like, Tampico is beneath. Remember, Sunny Delight was introduced as a low-cost drink. I didn't know It that. was a low-cost option for orange juice. Tampico was like, I'll do you one better. I'll make you a juice-like drink with zero... Per- Tampico Hold thinks... Up. What's Tampico's slogan? I'm going to look it up right now. It's antifreeze, it. Josh. It says 0% juice. How do you sell juice that is zero per zero? We only had the the Kool Aid or the Kool Aid adjacent, which I can't. Uh, it, flavor it wasn't Aid. Flavor Aid, or when um when my sister Jackie would get the first her first of the month stamps. That's when we would get the barrel juices that would uh basically Slice your lip up. Oh, cut up the inside of our mouth. It, I felt like those those hood girls that would wear razor blades in their mouth <laughs> to cut somebody. You could just take the top of those barrel things and put it right there. You'll be bleeding, but you could pull it out and rip up a girl's face. <laughs> we went through a lot, man. The worst. We had a drink that was covered in aluminum floor. Aluminum floor. <laughs> Aluminum, <laughs> you know, black folks say aluminum foil. It ain't aluminum foil, it's aluminum foil. Have you ever had powdered eggs at your house? No, not I never house. had powdered eggs well, at my house. I've had a lot at of shells house. in my eggs at the house, but not powdered eggs. Oh, house. yeah, they are powdered eggs is tough. We had powdered eggs, yes, sir. Powdered, powdered eggs, eggs, you listen, we was on wick, so we 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 didn't get powdered <laughs> eggs. Um, I don't even know how we ended up with powdered eggs, but I know how to cook them. And obviously, I grew up in the generation of government cheese, which you, which when I watched the documentary to find out how government cheese was a thing, because I do wish it would come back because I would buy it from like if Whole Foods came out with government cheese and named it something else like government cheese, <laughs> I <laughs> I would buy it. And then the uh. And then the bologna with the red, um, listen, red plastic on it. So much. You know what I had before, Angel? I don't know if y'all had this. We had, we had peanut butter from the government, Mm -hmm. which was just a white can with a picture of a peanut on it. You take the plastic off, then you had to take the, you know, the pop can of foil off, and then you had a eighth of an inch to a, a a full inch of oil. Oil. You had to you had to get the peanut butter going first. You yeah, had to like it's a car. Yeah. You had to start. <laughs> yes. Go down and had to turn crank your, that peanut like, butter. Why over. y'all didn't sell it to not sell it to us? Why y'all didn't give it to us done? Like, oh no, you gotta finish this. You gotta finish this at home. <laughs> but that's how bougie peanut butter is, though. Bougie peanut butter is separate and you gotta mix oh, it yeah. up. Like mm-hmm. the expensive seven dollar peanut butter. Oh, you seven dollars. Have you guys had Justin's yeah. peanut butter? The almond you butter? I grabbed yes. that. I grabbed because I had a sample. I had like one of the single packs. I just grabbed it. I didn't look at the pack. price. I go to the, I get started getting ringed up. I was like, wait, what's, what was $13.99? They said, oh, the peanut butter. I was like, take that out. What do you mean? $13.99 for, for, for peanut butter? A little joint. It's very And then expensive. I ended up buying it. And, and I, cause I can't stop eating it. But, um, we, we buy expensive peanut butter over here too. Cause we try to find good. some with low in sodium for my but husband. But it'd be separated. Yeah. It does separate. I, I have, I have, 
post-traumatic peanut butter disorder. If I see that oil, I go back to little poor Kevin. I'm like, no, mom, I'm not hungry. Ah. <laughs> my dad, when I used to say, I, I, I learned about the age of nine not to ever tell my dad I was hungry because his answer always was make yourself a triple-decker peanut butter sandwich. Peanut butter jelly. jelly. Even if we had jelly. You hungry, go make yourself a, tri- a triple decker peanut butter sandwich. And I will be like, well, I don't want that. Well, then you're not hungry. No, I am. It it would be a good week, Kevin, if we had all the ingredients for grilled cheese. Dang. Because sometimes we wouldn't have the bread, but we'd have the cheese and the butter. Other times we'd have the bread and the cheese, but not the butter because the butter is essential. So it'd wow. be a good week if we had, oh, because the peanut butter and jelly, obviously, that's a staple. But to you know, I don't like cold sandwiches. Never have. Amen. So I Amen. knew <laughs> that we had elevated to a different place when I look in the refrigerator and see, oh, girl, we got we got just a tablespoon of butter. Don't you burn that butter. To be able to make the creme de la creme of ghetto sandwiches is peanut butter. I'm not peanut butter. Is the grilled cheese. The grilled cheese is oh. like the, is like ginger ale the champagne of soda that is what i feel like grilled cheese is the top tier of hood sandwiches and I, really I my children have... yes do you that's think that's your there's first a, panini a what do you mean do you think there's a sandwich that's more a list in the in the lane of hood ghetto sandwiches to me a fried bologna fried is, bologna. is... The creme de la creme of, but you don't get that crispy edge that she's talking about on the bread, though. That's 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 I'm at. If you're I'm giving me, Capital Grill, give me creme de la creme of elite hood trap feminism, trap queen sandwiches. I'm taking a fried bologna with the cheese on at the very end, a little mustard. I'm taking that over a grilled cheese. A grill. Now here's why I will agree with you, Angel. A grilled cheese is more elegant of a sandwich. That's what I'm saying. This is how I know that I, I feel like I'm onto something because when it is the top tier of something that we do in a broke way, that is what gets gentrified. Mm, you don't yeah. see restaurants bringing back bologna. You know, they would call it prosciutto. Of course, they would. They wouldn't <laughs> call it <laughs> thinly sliced prosciutto. Um, but yeah, no, them grilled cheese sandwiches. Uh, that's what let me know eventually one day. One day, lady, you're going to make a lot of money. You can have all the grilled cheese sandwiches you want. Let me tell you what I love. A grilled, when I was in college, they they put me onto this. I don't know if people grew up with this, but it was my first first experience. Grilled cheese sandwich, cold winter day first. Must be Mm -hmm. cold winter day. Mm -hmm. Grilled cheese sandwich and creamy tomato soup. I thought I was white. That is a white thing. White man. Yes. Yes. When when we were at University of Washington, they served us in Melissa's dorm. When I first dipped mm-hmm. the grilled cheese in the, the, the tomato soup, yes, I said, "Oh my, oh!" What I bet is... you looked down. You had on a turtleneck sweater. You were like, Angel, "How did this even happen?" With cashmere. Thank you. Yes. I had on. Uh, I had on Dockers. Yes. Uh... I had on Dockers. I had Doc Martens on my feet. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I had yes. my hair was parted. It was blonde. <laughs> it was. It was combed over. <laughs> I went by Scott. I said, hello, hello. I'm a white man now. Hello. 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 Yes. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Yeah, no, grilled cheese and um, tomato soup is definitely when you're at your whitest bougie 
itself. And it, but and, I don't eat and, tomato soup any other way though. I, I never eat tomato soup without grilled cheese. It those are the one two. I can have a grilled cheese by itself. I can have a grilled cheese and tomato soup, but I cannot have tomato soup alone. Because it fair. shouldn't exist without uh, yeah, it. I never believed in tomato byproducts outside of ketchup. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But I just don't understand. Bloody why Marys? To, yeah, why are you trying to stretch a tomato? Oh, Bloody it, Mary is I I don't know. Gazpacho. I like a good um, uh, I like a good michelada though. What's is a that michelada? different than a Bloody Mary though? It's a Bloody Mary with beer, pretty much, but it don't yeah. have the it don't have the uh, celery. It don't have the vegetables in it. It's just beer, uh, a little spice, a little uh, tahini on the rim, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and some tomato juice. I think. Let me I tell you what Josh didn't tell me about Angel, and I didn't. I, I questioned if we were friends. What he didn't tell One you? One day, I was going to my local Rouse. I stopped by. A Mexican woman had a small business on the side. She's selling, you know, uh, um, pan dulce, you know, Mexican mm. bakery. So she was selling hot chocolate. I was like, oh, man. Jose Angel, Mexican what? hot chocolate is cinnamon infused. When I tell you it is elite. I keep that base on me too. Hold on, wait. I'll, I'll be I, back. I'm gonna get, where, where can where can I get some? I need Josh. You gotta see the Mexican back. lady in the winter time selling her tamales and stuff. If she has hot chocolate, you have to try it because it's got cinnamon in it. I'm about to make some here at the house. I'm on Angel. Uh, please. I'm gonna put on Encanto. I'm going to like, talk to Josh. I'm gonna get whatever My, Mexican influence. In Jojo Naked. soccer moms. Some of the soccer moms when they have winter games, they'll bring the pan dulce and they'll bring. Mexican Mexican hot chocolate. It don't matter if they win or lose. When I have that, it don't. Y'all can win. Y'all can lose twenty four to zero. Go by go. <laughs> you become a soccer mom when they have that. Hi Deb, thanks so much for bringing it. How you been? Is Chuck coming later? Is everything okay? Oh, where do? Okay, so where can I get that, Josh? Now you I'm get this anywhere. Oh, Lita is this the name is, of the brand. This Little is the base of it. This is the base of it. This which I don't like how Nestle made her. More of the Wahite descent because come mm-hmm. on, you know they but, like be doing passing people. Um, but yeah, Angel said hide that. I'm out of breath. Hide that. <laughs> <laughs> the smell hide alone that. is nostalgic. Oh, uh, the smell is top tier. But so, do you make it with milk or do you just make it with bricks of chocolate and sugar? How much? Do, oh, how snap. many does that make? Does that make like a pot? Or like it's a suppo- like? It's supposed to. It's supposed to make. They look like a brick. I usually just knock one back, you know. Um, Do you knock one whole but no, one back by yourself? No, absolutely not. I was about to no, say. Uh, one tablet over four cups of milk. It usually, oh, I mean, it, it, it makes a good amount. I got yeah. I got enough kids that I can do it. They'll be here for Dang, it. It's, that sounds so good right spring now. Spring break ain't over with yet. So I'm, and it's chilly to here today. It's so a yeah, little chilly. You just, you just uh, heat the milk up and then drop this in and then reheat the milk up to boil. And then you Do they have it, it at uh, Target? Because that's where I'm going to go after this. Yeah, Hilarious. I'm gonna go Hilarious. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. To here's the thing we miss y'all say that I like it in the middle of the weekend at the end, but you know mm-hmm. we are chasing our dreams as the world turns. 
Um, uh, y'all be saying a prayer for my good brother Kevin as he embarks on being the lead of the his own on. series, Churchy. Amen. We call it a success right now. That We're every, documenting every penny, every nickel, dime, quarter dollar that he invested in this, that he sees it back tenfold. Amen. Mm -hmm. That it stretches to the mm -hmm. completion of this as well. Amen. That uh, no people won't even realize that Kevin is a content creator anymore. They'll be like, you mean act. Actor, Kevin oh, actor, Ke the one who used to do the and they'll, and they'll be and the people have to be like, no, he also creates content. He creates content too. I only knew him from his show. I love it. He has you know what? Why you guys are being funny? That's low key one of my things. Uh, DC Young Fly is so far removed from them roasting videos. You might not have ever known he came up roasting mm -hmm. people on Instagram because he has so many things going for him now. If people, hold on, I gotta say this out loud, Chief Chief Raymond did it Come on, come on, let's not roll off the tongue. Yeah, but low key, if I ever get to the point where they finding out, because remember when I started, it was stand up comedy first, then it was go follow me on Twitter. Then it was people found me on Twitter and YouTube, and then I had teaching about stand-up comedy. If they say, oh, man, this television program is great. Oh, you know he's on social media. Is he now? That's what they're going to do to you, Kevin. They ain't going to know because this show is about to be the vehicle. Amen. You know, I got my own spaceship that's Listen, parked out front, mm -hmm. but this is your spaceship to rocket your career. Hmm? I didn't shake my arm. shows were wildly successful in the same year, Angel? Wouldn't that be crazy? I wouldn't be surprised. Josh is in my show. I mean, I am. <laughs> Look, I am. Kevin be recruiting folk. Marcus I am. I am. Don't up an angel. I'm gonna call you. Actually, we are gonna talk because I need to figure out what's going on. All right. All right, y'all. There's another thing of fire. There's another one. There's another thing of fire. There's another one. Yeah. There's another bang of fire. Fire. Uh, uh, uh. Here's another bang of fire. Uh. With my boy Kevin Stay. And that chick angel.